Hello, my name is Xavier Mercado, and this is Spearhead Conversations. Today, I am joined by Cell Torres, a.k.a. DJ Cell. What up, what up? Hey. How you doing? I've been good, man. I'm finally here. Thanks for having me, bro. (laughs) No problem. DJ Cell has been a part of the Southside community his whole life. He's embedded. And when I say he is... You could pretty much consider him a pillar in the community. Come um, on, man. Nah, man. <laughs> you done brought a, a, a vibe that, you know, the culture of music and the, yeah. and everything you bring is, it just got this density to it. So, um. Appreciate that. I'm, uh, yeah, man. I'm, I'm happy to have you on and, yeah. uh, you know, without further ado, <laughs> how you doing, I'm son? doing all right, man. Thanks again. <laughs> Thanks again for having me. Like I said. Before we got on air right here, um, first time, actually, first official time, um, back uh, years back. I don't know if you remember the website, Spreaker.com. Yeah, they yeah. They provided a free platform to do podcasts. We were playing with that here and yeah. there. Um, you know, local hip-hop events. We'd feature local hip-hop artists. It was, it was something we played with. Yeah. So I wouldn't, you know, consider that, like, <laughs> legit like this right here. So... <laughs> Yeah, years later, years later, I finally got asked yeah. by you, the homie, the homie himself, man. Um, <laughs> a lot of people don't know. I've known I known you since we were bro, teenagers, bro. That's what I mean. Since we sixth grade, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Way, yeah, way long ago. <laughs> I was gonna say. I we, remember you was short, skinny. Oh, bro, <laughs> little Napoleon. <laughs> you know, and skinny as hell. <laughs> here we, yeah, same. Shoot. <laughs> And uh, here we both are, man, doing our thing, man. So it's, yeah, it's definitely man. a blessing to see the homies do their thing, you know. So yeah, man. And, you know, and 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 <clears throat> throughout this journey of, of doing this platform, man, it's just uh, man bringing light and flowers to those that have really put sure. work in in this yeah. city. And you know, growing up, man, I can say the reason why I say pillar is because even when I first met you, yeah, you were DJing outside of a barber shop. Yeah. 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 When was this? This was <laughs> yeah. Flip Shop. I believe it. Flip Style. Shout out Flip. Yeah. And then the first time meeting you in in like a party scene, yeah. you were at a party with a whole setup like, <laughs> dude, and this is like the sixth grade. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I'm, I'm like, who is this dude? Yeah. Like. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was, it was pretty much middle school when I started DJing and uh-huh. random, used use DJ gear. I'm going I'm to let you, before yeah. I jump, I'm going to let you do your thing as for far sure. as the questioning. I don't want to get ahead. But yeah, yeah, man, you're right, man. It's It's been a while for me, man, for this, sure. This is some nostalgia. <laughs> this yeah, is some nostalgia. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's let's take it to the very yeah, beginning. Yeah, for sure. Um, so where were you born? Right here, man. Milwaukee, Southside, all day. Milwaukee, Wisconsin, Midwest. Let's hey, <laughs> what, what part? Um, get it in. <laughs> if you uh, you want to dig deep, uh, yeah, yeah, my childhood, I grew up uh, Walker's Point, Southside, uh, 3rd Street, man. 3rd and Lapham. Yeah. Right there um, um, in these apartments right on 3rd. Basketball courts, a whole playground. We'd ride our bikes around. Yeah. A whole Walker's Point. Like, now today, oh, my God. I, I was telling my homies the other day, um, Quite a few times. I have this conversation quite a few times that Walker's Point itself has 
yeah grown a lot man it's crazy it's it's not from what i remember it yeah like, so being from third street walkers point area to today it's definitely you know changed um maybe for the better i don't know um some yeah. people beg to differ with gentrification and all that and you know but, for sure man my dad grew up in uh six and pierce yeah, yeah. so he, he right there but that whole area Man, they're, yeah, they're renovating. Yeah, it's crazy. coming up. Condos, and, all that. Yeah. Um, my sister Folia's. It, it was uh, okay. it was one of the episodes, the beginning episodes. But her shop is right there in Walker's Point yeah. too. It's just like man, it, it it feels good to see something like that because mm -hmm. when you do remember the neighborhood from when we were kids, or yeah. you know what I mean, like the evolution right. of exactly. what it's become. Mm -hmm. So man, so how was sure. so how was childhood? for you childhood um it was good for the most part um i was uh pretty much raised by a single mother with the help of my grandmother yeah. um my dad wasn't around much he was around up until i was probably like two or so um my dad's family they're all they all live in texas my dad's still around um no no bad blood today obviously i'm older now i'm 34 i have a kid yeah. i have a kid and a daughter a stepdaughter who i helped raise i couldn't consider her my own yeah um yeah, I was raised by my mom. I got a brother. Some say half brother, but he's my brother. We have Same. different dads, Same. but that's my brother. Um, but more so, more uh, more so of anything, yeah, man. My mom, my mom raised me again on Third Street with the help of my grandmother. Um, my childhood wasn't all that bad. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm very, I'm very. I could say I'm very thankful for my mom. My mom worked hard to, uh, yeah, you know, to hold me down, hold me down. I mean, following you on social media, you know what I mean. The, yeah, definitely. I, yeah. I see the presence of the the women in your life yeah. were very oh, yeah. significant and very, yeah. you know, powerful in their own their own right. You know, and yeah, for sure. Um, you know, growing up, single mom. Yeah. You know, we we know the story. Yeah, we know yeah. how hard it can become. Um, with low income housing. Um, Is that, but, yep. but I appreciate everything I come from, and I could tell you appreciate where you come from. Oh yeah, most definitely. Yeah. Um, but it, it, man, th this is the thing that molds us. You know what I mean. So yeah. it's you got a powerful women a women in your corner. Yeah, and I'll be t I'll be serious with you. There's um. The majority of the my titis, yeah, like uh, compare, there's only two theos, and then the rest are titis. Yeah. But like, <laughs> yeah. it's a big family. Yeah, same <laughs> on my mom's side. So same on my mom's side as well. My great grandmother, I couldn't even call it off bad. I think there's four. Yeah. My grandmother has three. Uh, I want to say yeah, two sisters and a brother. Yeah. So there's four of them, if I'm mistaken. Maybe I'm thinking too fast, but yeah, and they all have. Their yep. kids and cousins. I have a crazy extended family on my yeah. on my mom and my grandmother's on my grandmother's side. You know, um, yeah, yeah. You know. I think I think it's five DTs and and two deals and and yeah, man. But we gotta love family, bro. <laughs> hey, us, us Latinos uh, move crazy, man. Yeah, indeed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um. You know, you had a good childhood, you say? Yeah, solid, solid. What were you into uh, growing um, up, other than music, obviously? Man, honestly, um, there wasn't there wasn't a lot of uh, technology the way it is today as far as iPads and iPhones. So I remember just riding my bike outside a lot with my friends and Ain't you that know, the running truth. around playing ding-dong ditch. <laughs> For real. Playing ding-dong ditch. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, just running around outside. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, I really can't say much else. It's being a, it's being a child in the hood on Third Street. I grew up on Twenty First and Beecher before I oh, moved to man. South Milwaukee. Yeah, you stay yeah. you stay right on the <laughs> heart of the South Side yourself. Yeah. <laughs> they actually knocked down the house I grew up in okay. to make the okay. UCC building they have there now. They they knocked down my my um. My family ended up selling what's, their home. What street again? 21st and Beecher. 21st and Beecher. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, so UCC, they made it. I think that's UCC. They I'm saying, because my, my son goes to UCC. He goes to Acosta, but no, he goes to the one on Washington. Oh, okay, gotcha. So you. that's UCC, United Community Center, Bruce Guadalupe yeah, yeah. Elementary Middle mm-hmm. School. Yeah, I yeah. didn't know that. Okay. I used to so go to La Causa on Greenfield, Causa. too. I've, I've done, a, I've done a, an event there. They did, yeah. a, they did a dope community event there I DJed for. Shout out to them. Um, yeah, man. Um, it's memories, bro. I'm embedded. Before I, I moved to <laughs> South Milwaukee when I was seven. Seven. Okay. And then it was just basically, you know, yeah. I grew up the rest of the time in yeah. South Milwaukee, but I never forget. Of course. I never forget the, the city. My my pinnacle years of being a, a child and the memories that came with it. From the South Side. It's yeah. from the South Side. Same with me. I will say, too. My mom moved us out the hood. My stepfather, shout out my stepdad. <laughs> yeah. um, big, big ups to him. He definitely took us out the hood um, right around when I got into middle school, I want to say. Um, they bought a house over in West Dallas. Yeah. Um, so that went back to uh, around the South Side area. Then I went to Greenfield. Okay. Went to Greenfield High School. And then I went to, I graduated from, believe it or not, Nathan Hill High School in West Dallas. Oh, wow. Which I wasn't too fond of, but the, hey. edu- the education was great. Yeah. And yeah, but growing up throughout high school, I again, I was DJing. I, I didn't I didn't stay away from the South Side. Yeah. Like, that's where my heart at was. My family, all my friends were. So, yeah, you could take me out the hood. You could take me out yeah. the South Side, but. <laughs> well, that, that's, you know. that's honestly why I have so much respect for you. I, I yeah. really consider you one of these heavyweights in, in, in this city. And, yeah, appreciate and, it. And, you know, you have to be in. Me, not, it's not so much that I, I go out these days, but. Yeah. When I do it, yeah. it, I'm always glad to see you yeah. in your mode, <laughs> yeah, and sure. you out just yeah. you know setting the vibes and setting the scene, whatever venue you you happen to be at. Yeah. Um, but what um what gave inspiration to your love for music? Oh man, that's a that's a good question, easy question. Um, again, I I think I grew up with it in my blood. Um, I'll tell you once again, I wasn't super close with my dad, but I was very proud of. My dad and all my tios, they were in a, they were in a, they're all Mexican from yeah. Mexico, but then uh, eventually moved to Texas and they formed a band. Yeah. I was a baby again at the time. There's videos that my mom has to this day that she shows me them rehearsing. They had a little minor record deal at one time, released a couple albums. This is all when I was a baby. Wow. So like, um, yeah. So again, I wasn't, my dad wasn't around, but my mom always put me on game. This, this yeah. is what your dad and your family did and pictures, videos and stories. I got, I got an uncle that lives here. Most of them live in Texas. I got an uncle that lives here and still does music to this day. Yeah, and uh, he uh, is also another one that you know put me on game, and so I guess I guess I was just proud of that. Like, oh, my dad and my uncles were this and that, yeah. and we're in a band, and um, yeah, and um, my brother too, man. Shout out my brother. Um, he put me on game uh, growing up in the nineties. I think, mm-hmm. to be honest, first rappers I remember 
like listening to was Tupac and Biggie. Yeah, I remember their whole beef. Mm -hmm. I was probably like six, seven years old. No, we like, were. That was my first thing I honestly remembered as in, as far as music goes. Like this is dope. Like mm -hmm. so, um, yeah. My my dad and his family with 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 that and. Oh, my my uh, grandfather, who I never met, he died when my mother was five, six years old. My okay. mom barely remembered him, but he was a Salcedo from Puerto Rico. Oh, wow. Yeah, so, <laughs> oh, look so at I seen pictures of that, yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I guess I was just proud, knowing that, growing up, proud mm -hmm. of that. And I guess just, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I just wanted to be a part of music. Like, yeah. So DJing was it for me, like. Again, yeah, yeah. I, maybe it wasn't it yet, but I just mm -hmm. knew that's what made me proud of, you yeah. know, the music scene. Like, oh, I like this, you know, like for sure. And um, do you remember what age you were when you were like, man, forget this, like I'm all in, I'm gonna do this, this is something I'm about, it, it's in my blood, in my veins. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's another dope question. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was uh, I was about thirteen, fourteen, fourteen, I'll say. Um, I, I knew I wanted to be a DJ, um, but my mom was like, nah, like I'm not, I'm not going to invest in something that you're going to play with mm -hmm. and you just leave it there. She, she cause I told her, mom, I want to be a DJ. What's up? Let, help me out. Give me a starter kit. Yeah. Like I want to, mm -hmm. I want to learn how to DJ. I want to make music, whatever. Nah, like everything else, blah, blah, blah. I buy you this, buy you that. You play with it for a while and then you let it go. And she was right. So I'm like, dang, so what am I going to do? McDonald's is hiring at 14. There so I went know. and got a job at McDonald's while I was in. My boy out here. Yeah. <laughs> it took me maybe less than a year. I was only getting paid about, at that time, minimum wage was like 5 dollars Yeah, for sure. I was working four hours a day, barely three, four days a week. Mm -hmm. Barely making $80 to $100 a week. Yeah. Considering taxes being taken out and all that. Don't you hate so. that when you got that first check? <laughs> killed. Yeah. I remember KFC for me. Man, it was yeah. like, damn. <laughs> so, so yeah. So, um, I saved up little by little to buy used DJ equipment. Um, it was used DJ equipment, and I did. And, yeah, I just started DJing in my room at, like, 14 years old. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. And, uh, yeah, that's when I knew. That's when I knew I really wanted a DJ. That's when my mom knew. Everybody around me knew, like, oh, snap. Like, he's, he's a, going he... to work mm -hmm. to to save up. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. I spent money, a little bit of money here and there. You know, I thought I was, oh, I got a job, da, da, da. But uh, majority of the money I would put aside. and That's a blessing. You found yeah. the passion, like, <laughs> early on, dog. Yeah. My mother, shout out my mom. My mom's very proud of that story, too. <laughs> we got her. Yeah, hey, wait. I proved her wrong. <laughs> We're going to give her a applaud, dog. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure, yeah. Oh, uh, man. You know, it, it, that that's, man, my whole life I've been doing a whole bunch of talking. Yeah. And it wasn't <laughs> until I started this. Yeah. People didn't really, you know, I'm very fortunate people did take a chance, but I know that a majority of the people I know didn't think I was taking it as serious as I've obviously taking it yeah you know um, you know what you wanted to do yeah. oh for sure and 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 with that you know you know when you find passion and it's it's just this undescribable feeling of just you want to put into it day in yeah. day out and it's it's not work that's why they that that quote uh if you do what you love you'll never work a day in your it's life it's not work it's, yeah it's, it's not, not work. considered work if you love what you what you 
how you doing? Correct. Yeah. And that's literally how I feel, man. So yeah, same, same. Kudos to you. Yeah. Damn, early on. <laughs> but I'll tell you straight up. When yeah. I first seen you and I saw you with the setup and the thing, I'm like, dude, he's probably getting all these females, <laughs> dog. <laughs> Oh man! You know that's what was on our minds at the time. Hey, but uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, I won't speak much on it, but um, yeah, especially in high school, I will say it was yeah. fun being a DJ in high school. I'll say that. Yeah, man. <laughs> so you you have the name DJ Cell. Yep. Were there any aliases before the name DJ Cell? You know that's a funny story. Um. um <laughs> I didn't know this. I just actually found this out. Uh, shout out. I'm shouting everybody out. Shout out DJ Analog. I don't know if you know who she is. Uh, her real name's Kalisa. She's a dope. She's a female DJ, dope DJ. She, she noticed this dude named DJ Cell on Instagram who happens to be from uh, Long yeah. Beach, Cali, who is affiliated with the Dog Pound Gang, Snoop Dogg yeah. and all those guys. Mm -hmm. And I guess he came across my name on Instagram. Yeah. And she... Like, yo, Cell, like this dude on Instagram, supposedly he's part of D DPG. Mm -hmm. He's tripping because he says you have his name. I'm like, what? So then sh sure enough, I go to Instagram. I, I have an inbox from him. I did wish you I make a it. post about this? Because I, I swear I, I, I remember this. Yeah. <laughs> Again, man, this was probably, man, it was a while ago, five, six years ago, yeah. maybe. And uh, yeah, so I didn't know. But yeah, he hit me up saying, hey. I'm the real DJ Cell. Wow. Um, <laughs> you might want to change your name up um, or uh, my lawyers are going to be reaching out to you. And um, and I, I don't know exactly what I said, but I pretty much said, dude, my real name is Celso, C-E-L-S-O. Mm -hmm. I dropped the S-O and added an extra L. Like, that's just my name. Yeah. I was called I was called Cell, Cell since fifth grade, middle school. That was yeah. my name, Cell. Because... Yeah. Don't get, shout out my grandfather on my father's <laughs> side. We getting them all in. His he, his name is Celso. I was named mm -hmm. after my grandfather, For my sure. dad's dad. And um, you know, I'll be honest, it, that name just always sounded like funky to me. I didn't. Yep. So I'm like, just call me Cell. I, I always went by mm -hmm. Cell. So yeah, that's that's what happened with that. <laughs> and I didn't change it. Lawyers never came after me. Like it's like it's a it's, scare tactic. Like, stop bro. playing with me, bro. Like yeah. and if it and if it and if it did happen. Cool. What you want me to do? Take the E out and turn it into a three? Yeah. Ooh, my boy. You know? <laughs> He's out here. <laughs> like, Don't not, play with me. Yeah, like, come on, man. Like, that's my name. So, I, yeah, they never they never did anything. I left yeah. it alone. They yeah. left it alone. <laughs> man. Yeah. So, with DJing, you got your, you, you got your name. Yeah. And you, you've. You know, you've you've made your name out in this city. I mean, it, when you speak of DJs, your name will come up because of that. You, know? you think so? Like from the outside looking outside in, looking I in, I don't see it. Like, oh, bro, I don't want to sound that way, but like, no. I wonder that all the time. For, for me, is, yes, is, yes. Do I have you, is my name buzzing? Like, yeah, bro. Like, how man? <laughs> I appreciate that. You one of them core DJs, you know, I, bro, without a doubt. You know, but you know it's it's a blessing. You know what I mean. It, yeah. That goes to show how much you put into your craft. You yeah, know? I appreciate that for um, real. So with music, you know, music is changing up all the time. Yeah. How do Always. you how do you manage to stay on top of those oh, trends, man. man? I remember this. You did a, a set at uh, the Tap Room in South Milwaukee. Tap Room, and yes. You, it was the first time hearing the Cardi B. Yeah, baby, I like it yeah, like yeah, that. Bad Bunny, Bad yeah. Bunny. <laughs> bro. I was like, you heard it here first, <laughs> DJ Cell. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
No, yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, I guess, yeah, just, just listening to what's hot, being on the internet, um, me, myself, going out to other bars and clubs, listening to what they're playing. Yeah. Um, and again, um, yeah, I just, me as a DJ, I consider myself an open format DJ where I'm able to play almost mm -hmm. anything. Mm -hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, I just, I just pay attention to what's hot. Um, I listen to the radio here and there. Um, you know, obviously the internet's crazy. You yeah. Just, you just pull up anything and they'll give you top 50 of this genre, you know, the yep. billboard charts. Um, yeah, I just, you know what's hot because they just <laughs> throw it in front of your face. Like, sure. you know, like you said, the Cardi B's, um, mm -hmm. the Drake's, you know. When I was talking to Reggie, that, that topic came on and yeah. how they, they, um, they formulate every hour. They just play at one time, but most people see it as like they're overplaying it. Yeah. No, it's just it's just coming back around. Coming like, back around, yeah. You know what I mean? When it's that top, you know, charted song, what you gonna hear it once every two? Hours? No, yeah. come on, man. This is where they make their bread. But uh, shout out to to Reggie Smooth. Oh yeah, man. shout out Reggie, man. That's <laughs> that's the OG. Reggie Reggie's <laughs> cool, man. Yeah, and like you said, you're right. Um, clearly, if you heard it one too many times, um. You're, you've been listening to the radio too long. Yeah. Go play your own music. That's what I'm saying. Turn on, turn on, turn on your, um, your iPad. Put some, put some headphones on. Open up Apple Music, Spotify. Yeah. Like, you don't have to listen to the radio. That's The radio's there to just quickly turn on, be in the car, mm -hmm. listen to what's hot. Yeah. You know, that's, again, For every sure. now and then I'll listen to the radio to listen to what's hot, but I'm not going to sit there and complain and because I'm hearing the same song over and two over. Hours. Yeah, like I get it. They keep the hot songs in rotation. That's what radio is. So yeah, yeah. where um, <clears throat> so being a DJ, yeah, you're Latino. Yep. What does that mean to you? Oh man, um, a lot. Um, it means a lot because uh, Latino has been a part of cultures since day one. Um, hip hop, hip hop was um. Created in the Bronx, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. So, like, shout out to the hometown, man. No, yeah. not my home. It, 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 shout out to the birthplace. I'll right. put it like that. Okay. Shout out to the birthplace. <laughs> yeah, shout out to the birthplace. Um, yeah. So being a Latino, yeah, um, especially for the culture means a lot. Again, um, it being born in the Bronx, um, I'm a big Fat Joe fan. Big pun. Um, uh, Jam Master J. Obviously, he's African American, but. Yeah, big ups to New York, big ups to the Bronx, Brooklyn, all that. Um, and yeah, they're man, the Bronx. Sometimes I've never visit, visited New York. I would love to go there, especially the Bronx, because the Bronx, mm -hmm. especially all the Latinos out there, they are proud. They are proud yeah. to be Latinos. They are proud of the culture, being part of the hip hop culture. So like, yeah. So for me, being a DJ in Milwaukee, especially mm -hmm. Milwaukee's very segregated. You know that? Oh, for sure. Yeah. So yeah. as a DJ, for me being a Latino DJ. It's important because I'm able to mm -hmm. be that DJ in the room and play whatever yeah. they're going to dance. I don't care if I'm playing a bachata song or a hip-hop joint. Mm -hmm. You're bringing it's people that bridge. together. It's that, that bridge. bridge. Yeah. So, yeah, so being Latino, like, yo, yeah, I'm Latino, but this is what I can do for y'all. Like, let me let me help create a good time. And yeah. that that's major for me, being Latino, you know, because sure, sometimes man. it's not about who you are mm -hmm. in a sense— but it's about the vibes and that you can create and bring everybody together. That to me is dope. I love being yeah. that DJ that they rely on to, to create a good vibe, create a good time for everybody. You know? Hell yeah, yeah. 
Um, what would you say when you first started DJing? What barriers did you face? Oh man, that's a good question. Um, you said it. The first one was getting the equipment. Yeah, that was definitely <laughs> one. Yeah, that and um, I guess I guess the recognition, the trust, um, getting gigs. Um, um, yeah, because you nobody would hire me nobody trusted me if they didn't know mm -hmm. what i was about but then that's the thing how how can i get a gig if you're not going to give me that chance mm -hmm. to show you what i can be about or what you know so yeah it was definitely hard which is why i think um in high school even in my early 20s the private parties mm -hmm. um the house parties I those helped me yeah if I'm uh, not mistaken, I think you did one of our dances at South Milwaukee. Um, probably. No, I'm I'm very, very, very sure that you did. I think at, I did. And at that time, South Milwaukee was fairly new at the time. Yep, the, the new building. The new building. It was. It was. See, I got what this did I, memory. What was it for? It was I the did. winter formal. The winter formal. And you know how I know that? Because me and my marketing class put that that together. And then um, I remember that now. Well, Holy. we could bring up our mutual friend, yeah, good old Jasmine. Shout out, Jasmine. Shout yeah. out to Jasmine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's but, right. Yeah, yeah man. I, I, I'm pretty sure she reached out, but I know that you DJ. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, yeah. That was one of the first. One of the first um, high schools I did. I did a few high schools. Look at that, dog. And I was yeah. I was. I think I was still in high school. You were Maybe in a high senior. We were, yeah, it was our senior year. Yeah. It was. I completely forgot about that till right now. Yeah. I remember that. Again, like I said, yeah. I remember that it was a new, it was a new um, building, right, at the time. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, so, yeah, the barriers, again, I guess I just used whatever gigs I could get and just push myself. Mm -hmm. At that time, MySpace was in, too. So, like, I was making my own little random flyers and... Mm -hmm. And slowly but surely, I got I would get hit up. I think my first nightclub I did, I was only like 19, 20 years old. Mm -hmm. It was called Club Rump, and then they changed the name to Mio Lounge, which is right there, I want to say, on 7th and National, which mm -hmm. is no longer. Um, yeah, that was one of my first, I guess you could say, yeah. breakthroughs in the, in the, in the mm -hmm. bar scene in the industry. So, yeah, I you. Yeah. Um, who would you say... Are influences for you that made you go so hard with this? Because it is very rare for someone to start as early as you did. Yeah. That, you know, till today, you're still, you know, the the, the passion's still there. The love is still there. But... To, to go as hard as you went because honestly bro I don't that's not an understatement when I say yeah you, I've since I've the day I met you I've always known you as this DJ that just goes beyond yeah you know what I mean yeah. like and this is this is me being real with yeah. it bro um that's a good question um again on top of you know how I found hip-hop the, the biggie and the packs and my brother putting me on game yeah um I think what it was for me um he was like an uncle to me, uh, non-blood related. I I considered him like my godfather. He grew up with my my mom, mm -hmm. my mom, all my mom's cousins. They all grew up. He would DJ here and there, and I'd sleep over his house with his son. Shout out my my cousin Andrew, mm -hmm. um, who's in the Marines doing his thing now. Um, so his pops, George, my godfather, um, 
he would he would put these movies on B Street, Breaking, um, mm-hmm. Crush Groove, you know. Oh wow! He put me on the Run DMC and the mm-hmm. Shelto Adidas and Jam Master J, and he had to set up turntables in his decked out basement, <laughs> and that's we, awesome. We'd go down there and turn it on when he wasn't around and he'll catch us down there. What y'all doing down there? Don't be breaking my needles. And yeah, at that time, yeah. Um, this was before I bought my first setup. And yeah, I will say he he was a big inspiration to me that helped me open my eyes. Like this this hip hop game is dope. This mm-hmm. whole thing. Um again, the whole Adidas thing, Jam Master Run DMC, Jam Master J to this day, dope. And they're, yeah. they're the they're the main reason why I like to wear Adidas a lot. I don't have none on now, but yeah. So yeah. like, so I give I definitely give him a lot of credit that helped me that pretty much uh, inspired me to really want to DJ. And shout out Flip, uh, Flip Styles. Uh, yeah. I big him up as well because he kind of took me under his wing at the time when he was a teenager. He was cutting hair and DJing. He yeah. was DJing for the Boys and Girls Club dance. Flip was a DJ and yes, oh, Flip. Wow. He's actually the guy I bought my used setup from. Wow. He actually gave it to me up front. I'm like, yo, I really want to do this. I had mm-hmm. I was getting out of high school going in I mean getting out of middle school going into high school. And he was like, here, bro, give me this Ooh, much. Shout out to that man, because <laughs> yeah. that man, as long as I know him too, man, like yeah. that man has been strictly business. Oh, he's, he's he don't stop. entrepreneur, bro. He I mean, stop. he has down the, the down the street from uh, from that uh Folius. Yeah, right there where uh, Brown's crew did their Walker's Lounge. Yeah, yeah. Walker's Lounge. Um, great, great wings. I'll tell you that. It's great. Their wings are yeah. Um, (laughs) But it's and he's been in the barbershop game. Yeah. I think it was like 21, maybe, Man, I when f- he first opened his first barbershop. Mm-hmm. I felt like the culture of barbers in, in, on the South Side were yeah. at its, like, those were the prime years when he oh, man. flipped, then you had Legends, then you uh, had, uh, man, there was a new style. New uh, style, yep. Uh, new styles, right? Yep, yep. Um, <laughs> man. Yeah, um, Mike Mills, he owns a restaurant now, Belly's in Bayview. He used to have a barbershop. Um, platinum cuts. Yeah, yeah, you're right. At that time, that's when it was it was going it was on, crazy. and I was okay with it because yeah. I walk in the shop. Yeah, you can line me up, bro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I remember uh, for for kids for us, we were paying ten, fifteen dollars. Yeah, now, now regular haircuts forty, 30, fifty 30, bucks. Yeah, thirty five, forty. It, you yeah, know. yeah. So like, it, I, yeah, man. I had the same barber, and her her name was Jackie, and okay. um, I had her for. I met her in 2014, and I stood with her. Um, man, and she, it was twenty dollars a cut. It was yep. fifteen, but twenty dollars paid five. Yeah, with a tip, tip. yeah. You know, um, standard, standard. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and and of course, you know, throughout the time, yeah, we'd um, throw more into that. You know, just to show her the appreciation. Um, man, then she retired. Okay, and oh, then. <laughs> It was like going out to the wolves. Yeah, it's the worst. Because <laughs> now you got to find a barber. Yeah. That's one. But now the prices have dramatically shot up. So it's like you're not... I wasn't ready for it when I stepped back into this scene of like, okay, you're going to have to pay. And, and it's nothing about paying. Yeah. It's more of the shock that I was like... <laughs> Holy sh! It's the, done the, the double, triple, yeah, bro. <laughs> like you got to come out of yeah. It's, it's it double. It definitely doubled up today, man. Yeah, but, man. Hey, you gotta you gotta pay to look fresh, man. <laughs> For real. Yeah, man. Do you do you remember your first set as a DJ? 
Yeah. Uh, again, this was a set I bought off Flip. There were the brand was Stanton. It was the the brand was called Stanton. Um, set of turntables, a mixer, and he gave me all the the records he had with it, mm-hmm. the vinyls he had with it, and I went to um, a Goodwill, found myself a receiver with two used speakers. Get it? Get it? I was legit doing that. Mm-hmm. That was my first. That yeah, that was my first used. That was my first setup. My first used setup, and yeah, I was doing random, random little parties. Obviously, throughout high school, my gear got way better and whatnot. Yeah, and it takes time to. to yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah, my first little set of speakers, receiver. Um, was from the Goodwill, <laughs> along with a Thriller record by Michael Jackson that hey. happened to be there for like five, ten bucks. Grabbed it just because it was Michael Jackson's. Thriller. I want to do this for you, bro, because this is <laughs> this is real. You're hearing yeah. this. This is what happens when you're determined. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. I uh yeah I remember that yeah I was about. Yeah, 14 years old, 13, 14 years old. Kudos yeah. to you. You yeah. remember your first gig? Ooh, nah. I remember. Yes, yes. What Shout out you? Melissa Baker. <laughs> 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 I do, yes. I was, I was. yeah, I had just got this gear, actually. It was, it was actually with the speakers that I bought from Goodwill. She had a birthday party in her parents' basement, decked out basement. We were all in middle school. We were all friends, so... Yeah, she was like, yo, Sal, like, oh, my God, it'd be dope if you DJ, because I had just started DJ. It was mm-hmm. only going on a year, playing around. I'm like, really? She's like, yeah, why not? Um, how much? I'm like, nothing. Like, I was geek. Like, yeah, I get to play for, sure. for my middle school friends, DJ for my middle school friends. So, yes, that was my first gig. It was in eighth grade. I remember that. How were the Vegas. emotions? What was um, it like that first night being behind the turntables? I, I felt cool as hell. I ain't going to lie. I he felt, cool. felt himself. Um, <laughs> you know, and it was just all the homies running around. Um, you know, she had food down there. You had a, you know, it was, it was it was innocent. Yeah, she had her parents there, so like, for me, I'm the guy in the corner. Like, I guess is- that that <laughs> provides a type of security too, because it's yeah. like you know nothing's gonna go wild. No, yeah, yeah, you got was, the parents upstairs, yeah. and then it's cool. It's just like I'm safe, but now I get to look like yeah. I'm the man. I'm the man. Um, <laughs> I'm actually. I don't know if you want to use it somehow. Um, after you know, with this uh, interview, I was I will send you the picture. I have a picture. Oh. I'm wearing a New York Jets jersey. My boy, <laughs> I'll your boy. No worries. <laughs> and which which I'll shout my brother out before he gives me a hard time. I I I I stole it that day. Yeah, I threw on a long sleeve. Because the jersey was a little big, but then again, we were all wearing our clothes big at that time. Oh, yeah. Exactly. The early early 2000s. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have I actually have the picture, a picture of that night of me DJing. Oh, get, we got to get yeah, that. I, I'll send it over to you. I've actually made it a profile picture not too long ago, mine, just, That's to, fire. just to play with. Yeah, I have that picture. That I got was all, my first gig. Yeah, <laughs> I got all my uh, I got all my Jets jerseys in the yeah. in, in the closet. Man, so my wife made me a custom made Jets jersey, and it has my last name on it. Okay, but it has the number eight because that's my lucky number. Yeah, you know that's the number I've kind of always been attached to. Okay, and with um, the 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 new franchise in in New York right now. Yeah. Mr. Rogers decided this is the number I'm going to take. 
<laughs> he got passed from Donald. Uh, what was his name? There uh, to uh, whatever his name is, yeah. but now it's passed down to Rogers and, and what, the little that, shorty. They just been passing that number eight. That, that upsets you. You've oh never yeah, been a Packers fan. I've never ever. <laughs> I won't say a Packers fan. I've never been a Rogers, a Rogers fan. fan. I, the, uh, look. I will give the man that he's focused on his statistics yeah. and his his stats. Yeah, he's trying to get one more ring. <laughs> but other than that, dog, don't mm, let me stop. I'm just gonna stop. <laughs> I'm just gonna stop. He'll be in the Hall of Fame. We all know yeah. that. But as a Packer, I as hope, a Packer, yeah. I mean that would make sense. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, how do you prep for gigs? Um, as far as what uh, private bars, clubs. Let's let's go. Mm, for you got an upcoming um gig at uh Summerfest. Yeah, all right, yeah. Um yeah, I'm DJing first time actually. Um what is it? The June 29th. Yep. Thursday, June 29th, Friday 30th and July Saturday the 1st. Um yeah, we got hit up for that. Me and my homies each got our own weekend gigs at Summerfest back to back. Um yeah, so what I do now, all right, what am I playing? What do I want to play? I sit down at my MacBook um, and I build a folder. I name it Summerfest. And what vibes do I want to provide? Again, it is Summerfest, um, but it's also mm-hmm. adult and children. So at the end of the day, for Summerfest, for me, I also being my first time, I'm really trying to be careful as to making yep. sure I throw down a dope set mm-hmm. three times, Thursday yep. to Saturday. So <laughs> yeah. for that, yeah, um, I guess it's just... For first time gigs like that, it's just building up a, um, a, a playlist that I think I can be um, comfortable and trust myself with. Mm-hmm. Now, Revel Bar, these yeah. are gigs I DJ at the backyard. I honestly, I just go in, bro. I go in there, I plug in, I I see the crowd I'm 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 dealing with, and I just feed off that. That's awesome. Know? And if 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 I feel like it's something else. I'll transition again. I try to play everything, mm-hmm. but most importantly, I try to play to those in the room to cater to the listener. Exactly. Yeah. So sometimes I just go with the flow, man. That's a skill too, yeah. man. Yeah, <laughs> I feel. Yeah, it is. It is. It's um, again. You just gotta have love. You gotta have passion for music, mm-hmm. and that's that's how I do it. That's how I do it for the most part. Especially those gigs that I'm used to always DJing at. But yeah, something like Summerfest. Um, I sit down and. All right, do I want to play this on Thursday and play this on Friday? Do I mm-hmm. or do I just 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 do it all weekend and just go with the flow? But m- most importantly, I definitely come prepared for gigs like that, especially for Summerfest. I'm trying to kill it because I want to be back next year. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. What does it, what does that what does that mean to you? Um, getting your foot in the door with, with oh, such man. a the world's largest music festival. Um, a lot. Um, it means it means a lot to me. Um, before we started the podcast, me and you were talking mm-hmm. how like this year feels like everybody's yeah everybody's you know doing their thing or catching new opportunities. So yeah, for me, I feel like this year has definitely kicked off in a dope way. Um, it means a lot, man. Summerfest. We we all grew up going to Summerfest. These yeah. are Summerfest is, is the world's biggest music festival. So. And I may not be on the biggest stage. I'm mm-hmm. on one. I'm on a. I'm on a solid stage. Um, um, but for me, again, being from yeah. Third Street, yeah, 
We that, had summer That's what fest. I mean, man. You're, <laughs> you know? you're, you're inside. Yeah. You inside, yeah. bro. Yeah. You got the pass, <laughs> the media pass. I don't yeah. know if it's the media pass, but yeah. you got some type yeah. of pass. Yeah. You know, and you know that that I'm always, this, this is what gets me. This is like what, what when I see friends like you and, and so many other people doing so so big, like just making these these, these big leaps, it, I couldn't be happier. Yeah. You know, I really um because I feel like people deserve it. And like this is why I'm doing this, because I feel like the representation for our people in our city yeah. is not represented in represented in the way it I should agree. be. I agree. Yeah. You know, that that was my whole shot at this. Yeah. I'm like, I questioned myself for 32 years, bro. Yeah. What am what am I here on this earth for? What am I doing? Yeah. What what you, can I do to help what can i to show like what i can't i can't just go to a job do 40 and then come home and be content with living a life like that you ain't lying dude my biggest fear was what am i going to show my kids who i am what 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 will i be in their eyes Mm -hmm. when when they grow up yeah you know what i mean and and how am i going to push my kids to the next level yeah you know, so through this, it's it's been that, but more than all, it's 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 finally seeing people get the representation they deserve. Yeah, I, I, it's just, it just yeah yeah. And that's why I asked you earlier, like from the outside looking in, like do yeah. you see me? Like I always wonder that, like do people see that? Because yeah, I I will say, especially this year, maybe the last couple of years, I feel like I finally am getting that mm-hmm. recognition. I mean, I'm humble, like. Oh, I know you are. I bro. just, I just want to do what I love doing. But yeah, man, the 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 love, the support, mm-hmm. the recognition, yeah. that's fuel. Like if I see it's, that I got supporters and yeah. and I'm going to Summerfest, like, um, and I'm consistent with my weekly gigs, mm-hmm. I'm doing something right. And obviously, people, it's fire. People, yeah, people rock with me. It's so, fire. Yeah. You're a part of a, a DJ community. Yeah. How does that feel to be in such a, I call it prestige, because these are, everyone in this, this community is, is skilled and, yeah. you know, unique in their own way. Yeah. How does it feel to be a part of that, that, that select? It's dope. Um, I grew up, okay, uh, I grew up uh, being big fans of DJ Aztec, mm-hmm. DJ New Styles, um, Reggie Brown, um, uh, Doc B. So like, yeah. those are those were other inspirations to me. Back to your earlier question. Yeah. So yeah, it's to so to to be a part of the to be a part of the same the community legacy. that these guys. Yeah, yeah. And, and to be a part of their legacy now is crazy mm-hmm. to me. Like, um, again, like Aztec is like a big brother to me now. New style, same. Mm-hmm. Like, I tell these guys, like, dude, I was my brother. You know, was older than me. Mm-hmm. We're four years apart. What it was, I was playing their mixtapes. You can go to Envisions on the South Side on 16th Street, walk into their store, and in a glass case, they got all these mixtapes. It's yeah. Aztec, New Styles, Kid Cut Up. He's another one. Um, so, yeah, to be a part of a DJ community, to even DJ with these guys, man, is, is crazy to me. Um, so, yeah, yeah, man, it, it, it feels amazing to be rocking with these dudes and, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, dude. Man, well, you know, I always I always say this, man, you know, 
when when you know that you're a part of a because not everyone can do this, bro. Yeah. No, that's true. <laughs> this, not everyone can understand the rhythm of the music and what what vibe you're the trying vibes. to put out to the room. Yeah. And like you said earlier, you're putting on the spot when you yeah. go in and you're just on the spot and you're feeding off of the energy, the energy. Uh, of the room. Yeah, for sure. You know, it, it, it's something that um, it, it it's overlooked. Yeah, definitely. Oh yeah the 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 work the work that we do is over. Yeah, is overlooked. Like yeah. Yeah, and then don't get me wrong. There's 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 customers, yeah, yeah. people that are kicking it in the bar, and you'll get those that come up to you. Hey, play this. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm, I never I'm, realized how annoying that could should that yeah. is to a DJ. Yeah. Until I was like, I did step back one day. I was re- <laughs> this is when I was still <laughs> drinking. I was like, I'm I'm tipsy right now. How do I sound going up to this yeah. booth? Probably liquor on my 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 breath. Asking this dude to do do specific for his yeah. job. <laughs> oh, yeah. And sometimes I don't mind it. Um, you know, some of my DJ homies tell me, too, like, yo, Cell, you got to, you know, no request, no request. But sometimes it's like if the song fits in and your approach is cool, I'll play it. But, again, if the song fits in at that moment. Now, yeah. if it's a song that I'm that doesn't fit into what I'm doing, I can be rocking a, a reggaeton set and they're asking for um, Amigos track. Yeah, let me get to that. <laughs> I got to tra- transition. I got to work my way there. I'm, I, play next, bro. Play. It don't work like that, man. Yeah. And then, and then I look like the bad guy because now I look all oh, the DJs big. He think you too cool. Uh, blah, blah, blah. It ain't never that, bro. It like, ain't never that. You know. So I try to, yeah. You know, especially especially at my regular gigs, mm. the regular customers, they are there to spend money and have a good time. Yeah. But again. If the crowd is rocking, <laughs> yeah. I'm not messing it up for one song at that moment. I just and I, I'm sure a lot of DJs can agree with me on that. So. That's fire. Yeah, man. What um what highlights stand out for you? <laughs> what do you mean, like like throughout your whole career, highlights that you felt like were milestones into um, leveling up? Oh man, um, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about um um uprock. Shout out uprock. The spot four on four. Shout out my boy Hoser, Matt. Um, the reason why I, I shout them out right away, cause yeah, th- that right there was another um, you know, highlight uh thing that put me on. I was in high school. Um, these guys put me under their wing. They were throwing underground parties. Was that on Harrison? Or- um Right off of 21st and Greenfield, there is this warehouse called Uprock. These guys were printing, yeah. these guys were printing okay. T-shirts, hoodies, breakdancing out of this warehouse. They would oh, also breakdance at a LCC, the Latino Community yeah. Center, the Christian Center. Um, and again, I was in high school doing my thing, rocking house parties. Mm-hmm. And I came across some of the homies, my homie Hoser being one of them. Like, yo, so, like, yeah. you're a dope kid, like. We're, this is what we got going on. We we have b boy battles and this and that. Come check it out. I'd go check it out, and little by little, they started having me DJ, and um, yeah, I think that was one big part of a barrier. Yeah, helped me break a barrier for sure for them to put me on because Uprock at the time they were dope. The homie Matt was was the one that started Uprock. He was also doing. He was a. He was a. He was a videographer. He was doing. He was doing skateboard he, videos. Oh, bro! He he orchestrated Graf- graffiti. A whole, yeah, like, it was the whole urban culture of hip hop. Mm-hmm. 
on top of graffiti, breakdancing, skateboarding. He had a store called Uprock, but then the name just stuck. And yeah, um, yeah so they, they, kept, they kept bringing me around. And then uh, the spot, that started, well, it didn't start. They've been doing the spot. But then I came in around 2011. Hoser brought me in. He actually happened to live next to this place called The Spot. It was just an empty little warehouse building, if you will. Yeah. And we would throw local hip-hop events. That's fine. And I'd DJ, and we'd put flyers together. And and whether it was hip-hop performers, b-boys, um, people bringing their own merch, hanging it up, selling shirts, whatever. It was just culture. You can go on YouTube today and search the spot 414 and you'll find yeah. all kinds of content That's awesome. so yeah that was definitely a dope highlight of my dj career that i always will uh talk about hold hold on to um yeah, yeah the spot the spot uprock m63 they were a battle crew um all those guys shout out slim all those guys man for sure what does it you know and, and just hearing that <clears> like <throat> that's 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 one hell of a story to tell you yeah. your son yeah, I mean, tell your daughter. I've I've shown I mean. them I've shown them videos. I've shown them videos of what I do, like of what I've done. Um, and yeah, it's dope. It's dope to look back at because mm-hmm. despite the physical place, there is no more. But um, like my boy Holzer says, um, the spot was just a building. Yeah, Uprock was just a building, a store, but it'll always be there. It's what you make it like. We could yeah. always continue on with what we were doing anywhere. But yeah, man, um, yeah, the spot, Uprock, that whole era was dope. It was definitely dope. And um, yeah, that's definitely a highlight I'll hold on to forever, man. Um, that's fire. Plenty things I've I've come across as a DJ, even even just as a, a fan of other DJs, my homies that are also DJs, um, being a part of that and watching them DJ, like again, Kid Cut Up. Man, shout out Kid Cut Up. That boy's yeah. that boy's DJing. You keep saying him. I'm like, yeah, okay. That boy's DJing. Um, he goes on tour with Pink, like on a regular. Like, wow. Like he lives. I, I'm pretty sure he lives out in Cali now. Um, and uh, yeah, he's he's a DJ I've seen come up and just yeah. ran with it. He's he's yeah he's he's doing his thing major. That's Definitely, always good. Yeah. Ain't he from the city? He's from the city, man. Hey. Kid Cut Up. Uh, no Request Sound. That's that's his DJ crew. Um, yeah, and he was also a DJ that was always around the uprock yeah. um, uh, scene. So, yeah, definitely. Man. <laughs> so, you have your own brand clothing. Yeah, in a way. Um, <laughs> by the way, yeah, I got you these uh, shirts. Um, oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. do you hear? Do you hear it? Do you hear it? <laughs> little, little goodie bag. Little. Hey, <laughs> I got them two shirts, and believe me, hey, bro, I just want, I'm gonna make it official. Yeah, I'll be wearing one of these on on one of the upcoming visuals. Yeah. Do oh, it, yeah, man. Definitely, do it. bro. Do. I always, you know, the biggest thing you obviously know representing the city, and yeah. I mean, when you drop this, yeah. Oh my yeah. God, bro! I was like. This this <laughs> this man just snapped on a different level. This yeah. is flex. No, yeah. Yeah, we could talk about it. Um <laughs> so young guys, um yeah, I did honestly it did I did try to start it off as a clothing line, but um I will say um it's not it's not easy uh trying to push yeah. a clothing line. Mm-hmm. Um so slowly but surely, I think it just became into something more than just a clothing line. It's it's more of a movement now. 
Um, uh, shout out my bros, Yogi and Shortstyle. Um, they're 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 young guys. We're we're a DJ crew, if you will, but. Um, we're not just a DJ crew, to be honest. Uh, we re we represented. They represented heavy, real heavy. Those guys bug me on a regular for merch. Sell. I need new YG merch. <laughs> like, can I tell you something? Yeah, I've <laughs> I've messaged you so many times. You and everybody else, you're embarrassing to, me right now. <laughs> to be like, bro, let me get it. Yeah, yeah, no. So, but I'm blessed, and I feel blessed and honored that you yeah. brought this. So, you got a YG shirt and a sell shirt. Yeah, so. <laughs> bro, we'll we'll get you on, man, bro. Yeah, you're looking too for the by the hat. Well, oh, for the hat too. You man. already know. I'm rocking that for sure. Those are yeah. Those will drop with the the website. Yeah, soon okay, to drop. Cool. So yeah, um, no, yeah. So so young guys. Uh, is uh, more so of a movement, and um, um, I think what it means to me more so is we're all we're all gods, right? We're all young gods to yeah to the higher power, um, and I say that in a, the most non-religious way. Like whether you're religious, whether you're spiritual, um, yeah. it can mean whatever. You can take it how you want to take it, but at the end of the day, we are all young gods, gods. young goddesses to mm -hmm. to. Whatever it is you do, yeah. um, your talent, um, being a parent, um, you know, being being a um, just you, yeah, yeah, yeah man, I love and, it, and 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 you know, putting the putting the youth on, um, yeah. being 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 in, in uh, being an inspiration. Um, so yeah, that's that's what Young Gods is. It's just a movement to to feel good about who you are as a person, what you do as a person, whether it be a DJ, an artist. Yeah. yourself uh you know yeah. podcasting mm -hmm. um it's just something uh to represent so um i wouldn't really say it's a clothing line anymore don't get me wrong um mm -hmm. gotta have the merch the shirts yeah. the hoodies the the hats the beanies all that but um yeah we're all young guys man so that's that's just how i push it um ancient unedited lifestyle um it's it's based around the whole concept is based around greek Mythology. mythology. I yeah. want to go to Greece one day. I just love Greece in general. Shout yeah. out Giannis. Um, <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I just, I'm 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 into I'm into that. I'm still learning about the whole Greek mythology and the mm -hmm. Greek gods and all that. But that's pretty much what I, what I based that off of. Yeah. Um, but the meaning itself, yes, young gods. I, I, to be honest, outsider looking in and, yeah. and just I love. Not only what you just told me what it stands for, but yeah. just the look of it. Yeah, solid. The, the look of it is what makes you want to put it on. Put it on. Put yeah. it on <laughs> and sport it because yeah. it's it's a it's a unique look. It is. Yeah. I've seen it. You know, um, shout out to Hectic. Hectic. Yeah. I've seen it yeah, in his videos. Video, yeah. I've seen it. You know, uh, throughout the South Side. You know, you'll yeah, see yeah. it in music videos. You'll see it. Yeah. Just walking. I seen somebody with the Scully on one day. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't think it's out there enough. Like you said, uh, yeah. I, I, I ain't gonna lie. Like again, because I kind of shied away of trying to make it more so of a clothing line. So, but people love it, like you said, and so I get sweated. What does it mean to you when you see other people rocking oh, man, it and the pride they take? It's in dope. It. It's dope. Sometimes I, I. Uh, how do I say it? I pinch myself. Like, what are you doing? Like, yeah, make some more of this. People want it. Yeah. So, I, so when I do see people wear it, yeah, that's amazing. I get people telling me, "Yo, I just saw somebody wearing your hoodie," and then I want to know who they are. What they look like? <laughs> um, maybe I knew him. Maybe I know him. Yeah, and they could never tell me. I don't know. He just had all your hoodie. Mm -hmm. Like, that's dope. So, because again, yeah, it started off as a clothing line, but. 
I think it just turned into into more so of a movement. And then yeah. again, my my DJs that I ride with, they they rep it hard as DJs. So um, yeah, yeah, for so, sure. That's what it is, man. Young gods, man. It's fire. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm happy I got I finally got the official gear because I'll, I'll be rocking it, I'll, bro. I'll get, I'll get you some more. Especially uh, uh yeah. I'm a hoodie guy, especially when it gets colder. I definitely try to get uh hoodies and, and you know beanies, scullies. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Out. So Yeah, um, you you let me know, bro. I, yeah. I will be an avid uh, I uh customer, bro. Yeah, I got I got you, I got you. <laughs> um so where do you see yourself in the next five? Oh, man. We were just talking about that. I'm 34. I'll be honest about my age. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just turned 34 in April. Um, I don't know. Um, I always said I didn't want to be this 45-year-old DJ still trying to be in the bars and clubs. But then it, people tell me, why not? Like, yeah. if you're still doing it, you still love doing it, do it. Like, don't worry about your age. But to be honest, I feel the older I get, I think I'll shy away from the bar club scene and, mm-hmm. and and go back to doing more private gigs. I don't do private gigs as much as I used to. As much as the money's there for one mm-hmm. gig, for what I make in one weekend, the average DJ makes in one weekend, mm-hmm. four day, three, four day weekend, they can make it one night doing a wedding. Yeah. But a lot of work goes into it from the late the labor work, the the setting up, the busting it down and being at a wedding for seven to ten hours because they want you there for the ceremony all the way to re- the reception and you yeah. don't get out of there till like twelve thirty. so mm-hmm. like yeah um private parties the money's there but they ain't easy so i shot away from it i love doing what i do i'm a full-time dj i dj yeah. at least three to four times a week and it's there i prefer that four hour gigs in and out mm-hmm. i don't take much equipment yeah. Usually they already have equipment, mm-hmm. or I'm just bringing my laptop and my controller. But um, yeah, um, I see myself still DJing for a while. I'm still gonna be here, especially right. in my 30s. We'll see what happens in my 40s, bro. I'm um, 34 too. Stop yeah. making it, making <laughs> us feel like we old, bro. <laughs> nah, man. You know it's just you know same 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 with um, aspiring rap artists or or you know artists uh, music artists in general. Um, well, yeah, more so rappers that are trying to make it. Um, that are 30 and mm-hmm. then they're 35 and then they're 40 and they're still just the local for sure not to knock anybody but it's like when is it like all right I, let Taking me give this, this yeah. up like that's why yeah. i think i chose the route of being a dj because mm-hmm. you can be a dope dj make your money and still do it at 40 years old 45 years yeah. old versus me trying to be a rapper on stage oh for sure at 40, 45 years old, and I still haven't gotten my big break yet, mm-hmm. you know? So I definitely looked at that carefully. And I was also making beats, too, in high school, um, which was pretty dope. But, again, DJing, that was it for me. That, that, was it. that really took over. So, yeah, I see myself being around for a while, hopefully. if, Like I said, if you if you see if guys like you see what I'm doing is, is working, you know, in, in the city, um, I'm with it. I'm, I'm here, you know? I I'll tell you like this, where this platform is going. Yeah. Believe me, in <laughs> yeah. any type of setting where there could be, I will be reaching out. You yeah. know, at least like Appreciate that. It, yeah. And um, you know, because I mean, I I think it's more because of I I've seen the evolution of who you are. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean. You definitely were there since the beginning. I yeah. was there in watching you just grow into who you've become. Yeah. Um, 
what advice would you give to our youth, aspiring youth, inner city, just all around, like, mm -hmm. um, for, for pursuing the type of career you've per, mm -hmm. pursued, DJ? Yeah. Make, uh, honestly, make, uh, number one, be yourself, obviously. Be yourself. Don't try to be like the next one. Yeah, it's okay to learn. Mm -hmm. Obviously, something or someone has to inspire you to be what you want to be, whatever it may be. So, but make sure you do, take take what you learn. Take that, make it your own, mm -hmm. you know? And um, yeah, make sure that's what you want to do. But most importantly, be yourself while doing it. Um, stay on it. Uh, don't beat yourself up. Um, I don't know how the saying goes exactly, but you have to fail to succeed, right? Yep. So mm -hmm. failing only makes you better. Mm -hmm. So if you fall, get back up, keep going. That's 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 what builds you as a person. That that's what builds your character. That's yeah. what builds your talent. All right, now I know not to do this. Now I'm gonna do it like this. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, the best, best advice at the end of the day, man, just be yourself and make sure you're doing what you love doing. Because, again, if um, you're you're doing something that you don't love doing, then it's just work, like yeah, you said. That's so right. <laughs> if you love what you're doing, then it's not considered work. So <laughs> make sure you love doing what you're doing. Um, be passionate about it. And uh, be yourself. Yeah, that's simple, man. That that's it. Yeah, man. Yeah. Well, I appreciate <laughs> you coming here. Oh, thank you, man. This was fun. Uh, this, yeah. this was fun. I'm glad you weren't nervous. Nah, you <laughs> at first maybe, but I, I got comfortable. Um, yeah. This was my first time being, you know, yeah. shout out to you, man. You're For doing sure. your thing with this. Uh, you said it hasn't even been a year yet, right? It hasn't been a year. You know, we talked before we got on, got on, got on this and you were telling me you came across some opportunities and yeah. you had to turn them down to keep doing what you're doing that's right because you see what you have here and you've already as far as milwaukee goes you you've already been um interviewing some of the biggest names out names in the city man it's just knowing the worst yeah you know yeah. It's, it's having the passion the tunnel vision and knowing the worst you know um i'm i love my city i know you love love oh, our yeah. city yeah. It, it, it's just i want to see them shine yeah and i'm sick and tired here's the here's the thing for me People, I get it. You want to be in the spotlight. Everyone right. does. Yeah, yes. It's it's a part of uh, ego, yes. you know. But where I come, where I come into play, I just I want to see some. Instead of seeing myself shine, I want to see others. Of course. And and you know I'm gonna keep pushing this platform. Yeah, dude. And, and I'm gonna keep pushing it to bring out what makes our city special. Yeah. And you're a part of that, you know. Yeah, for sure. And and everyone that's been on on, on this. This, this show since you know yeah. it's 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 really 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 it's been an honor bro the, yeah. the getting to know the people i interview yeah. getting to be a part of their world and and just all around just you know taking a sense of pride of knowing man i just sat in the room with these people yeah that's dope and, man. Yeah. and we really just we just hashed it out just you I, know i watched i watched some of your um visuals some of your interviews and 
I'm yeah. like, yo, this dude's interviewing Allie from Kiss FM. She's yeah. been around <laughs> uh, Philly, man. Philly's doing amazing things as a, um, you know, videographer, video director, um, yeah. making movies now. Um, yeah, he's he, working on a movie with Trey. Trey, uh, the yeah, Truth. Trey the Truth. He um, works with Ti. Ti on man, a regular. They're on like a regular. Best, they're like best friends. Like, yeah, you know. So yeah, um, yeah, Milwaukee. Milwaukee's a dope city, man. It's got its flaws, of course, mm -hmm. but that's the thing. It, it takes guys like yourself, like myself, mm -hmm. to embrace the city instead of you know trying yeah. to. Oh, you you get people talking there. Oh, I can't wait to move out of Milwaukee. Mm -hmm. Go ahead and move out then, bro. Yeah, because we're still here and for we, sure. Those that want to make it great will do their best to make it great. I think uh, now what it is too is like how you said in the beginning of the interview. It's seeing that where where the scene is going. Everyone's yeah. catching their breaks. Yeah, and I see that. You know, in the path that I took, I didn't see. I I saw it as making my own lane. Yeah. And literally it's 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 become that. Yeah. There's nobody and and I'm not saying that nobody does what I'm doing for the city. Um but I, I like I said, I'm I'm so driven yeah. on taking this to the next level only for the people that I, I have coming on. Yeah. And to really get across those flowers. Yeah. So I thank you. Oh yeah, thank you. I, thank you for having me, man. This is dope. Yeah. I can't wait for this to drop. Yeah. And uh yeah, I'll be listening to myself and man. Share, how sharing do, this. How do people get a hold of you? Man, I'm on Facebook <laughs> a lot. Um ninety percent of the content I post is all about where where I'm at, DJing, what I got going on. Um again, Summerfest. Uh, I'll be at Summerfest. I'll be with Brown's Crew. I DJ for Brown's Crew. Shout out to Brown's Crew. Yeah, those guys. I just actually came from a rehearsal with them. Um, you'll see me at Summerfest. You'll see me at uh, quite a few events um, with Brown's Crew this summer. Um, yeah, Facebook. Man, I'm heavy on Facebook. Um, Snapchat, you know, here and there. But I, I feel like as far as, like, especially for the city, um, yeah, I just, now I just say, hey, go. Follow me on Facebook. I'm always posting where yeah. I'm at. I'm always posting where I'm at. You want to reach out to me, you could either inbox me or email me, djcell26 at gmail. That's DJ as in D-E-E-J-A-Y-C-E-L-L-26 -E -E at gmail. <laughs> the real DJ Cell. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> well, with that being said, yeah. spearhead out. Peace. <laughs> Peace.